Thanks for joining us for Tech News Update. I'm Charlie Jacobs. And I'm Zach Bouchard. Coming up in this Season 2, Episode 8, we're going to take a look at all of the Apple WWDC news, including new iOS, macOS, iPadOS, a new MacBook Air, and more. Tech News Update starts right now. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast. Charlie Jacobs with Zach Bouchard, as always. Zach, how you doing? I am good, Charlie. Ready for another episode. We're going to be covering the Apple event. I am, and you know what? Summer's underway. All exciting stuff. So today we're breaking down the Apple WWDC 2022. So if you're like me before we did research, like... What? That stands for Worldwide Developer Conference, hosted by our good pal Tim Cook at uh, Apple Park in Cupertino, which is the place that it's on your Apple Weather app that somehow, you know. But um, basically, that's where their corporate headquarters is. So, Zach, what were some of the biggest things announced at the WWDC? And would you call this a milestone event or... or something that wasn't that exciting. It didn't seem that exciting, but I think the biggest announcement, one of the biggest announcements at least, was iOS 16 and iPadOS 16. Basically the same thing, the iPad version is just has different branding. Uh, but one of the biggest things that was changed in this update is a new lock screen. So this redesigned lock screen is going to allow for more customization, uh, which will likely include uh, different fonts for the uh, time up at the top of the screen. You're going to have the ability to add widgets to the lock screen. We're not exactly sure what that's going to look like, um, but we're hoping for more information from Apple. Yeah, one thing quickly really adding off that, uh, if you're an iPhone user, you may have noticed, was it, I believe, with iOS 15 or 14, they announced widgets for the first time, something that's been on Android for a long time, but those are essentially apps that have little versions of the app on the screen on your home screen it might say weather 72 degrees but instead of having to open the app it shows up on your home screen right and uh oh and then another feature they're adding is the 3d background uh this is a, a pretty interesting and not very useful feature but if you ever have a photo taken in portrait mode that you want to use as your wallpaper it will actually layer the clock behind the uh, person in the photo to give it a more uh, 3D effect to it. So yeah, the main thing with that is more customizations, nothing that crazy. But something that I was shocked to see, more so that it took them so long to do, but iMessage is now going to have edit and recall features. So you might know a lot of, almost every other messaging app has a feature where you can erase or edit your message. So this essentially means, let's say you type some angry message to your boss, and then just for fun, and then you actually click send, you're like, oh, that was a nice job. Well, no, now you could either click edit the message and say, you're the best boss ever, or you could just delete the message and the uh, other person won't be able to see it. So the full details aren't available, but Zach, we do believe this is gonna be something where it only can be deleted temporarily, is that correct? That's how most messaging apps are. You're gonna be given likely a 10 second window or something like that. Oh. After you hit send, you're gonna have that window of time where you can delete the message, and after that, it's gonna be fully sent and you can only edit it. Of course, we don't know how this is gonna look, so that may or may not be true. Uh, these are just our best predictions based on what we've seen from other companies. Right, okay, so that's something interesting. Also, 
Um, there's a new feature called Apple SharePlay. So this is within iMessage and FaceTime and like a group chat, something like that. This basically allows the users to live stream movies or TV shows with friends and family. So I, I don't remember which service it was. It may have been Hulu, I think, that had this feature where you can basically have like a, a watch party virtually. I know Disney Plus Disney has Plus, this. maybe. Netflix um, might have it. This feature has actually been in FaceTime for a while. It's basically just been the ability to screen share a movie to your FaceTime call. Uh, but now we're seeing this. Um, Apple says it's going to be coming to iMessage. Again, we don't know exactly what this is going to look like, you know, what the functionality is going to be and how it's going to differ from the FaceTime so version. This, this is one thing. It didn't necessarily, I don't know if this was specified, but is this only going to be for streaming Apple TV content? Probably. Apple likes to, you know, keep these features exclusive to its platform, at least for a few to more years. To get you to subscribe, exactly. Okay, so moving on, this is something that's been, it was popular after, like, the Great Depression, and now it's popular again, which is the buy now, pay later concept. So it's very, you know, originally called Apple Pay Later. So this is essentially, I, I believe, Zach, this can be for all products. Uh, it likely will. So this is essentially something saying um, you buy it now and you can pay for it in installments. So if you get a you know, $200 iPad, it's going to be way more than that with Apple, but let's say it's $200, it says you pay $20 a month for 10 months, something like that. Um, so basically a financing option available, which I feel like has been e increasing in popularity over the last few years. It, so that's it that's definitely something has interesting been. to see. If you're familiar with services like Klarna or Afterpay, it's the same concept just made by Apple. Which uh, Zach would say is a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if there's a ton to say here, but there are some minor improvements to uh, maps. You know, your your photos, camera roll, CarPlay, which we yeah. actually did a whole episode on. CarPlay, um, we don't again don't know much about this, but Apple says that they're going to be working with car manufacturers. Uh, to give CarPlay an overhaul. So hopefully you'll see better integration if you use CarPlay. Hopefully you'll see better integration between your phone and your car in the future when they roll this update out. Um, and then one last update. This is uh, coming to iPads only. It's a feature called Stage Manager. And it allows you to use your iPad apps um, in resizable windows similar to how you would on a desktop computer. So you'll have the close, maximize, and minimize buttons, and you'll be able to move apps around just like you do on your Windows or Mac desktop. Right, so it's not entirely clear at this point, but I, I think this might involve, you might be able to somehow have this compatible with a uh, Apple desktop or MacBook computer. I think there might be some sort of future integration um, with that. So that actually is a good bridge to our next subject, which is all of the MacBook updates. So there was some new hardware and software announced. Now I know back um, in the previous couple Apple events from the last, since the fall, there's been a few. They've released uh, new standard MacBooks and MacBook uh, Pro, that is. But now they have an update to the MacBook Air. So now it has a larger and brighter, it says, 13.6 inch display. It has a new and improved M2 chip. So Zach, want to give us a quick rundown of that? Yeah, it's it's a new uh, improved version of the iconic M1 chip that Apple started using in their desktops, iPads, and laptops. I believe they rolled it out in 2020. 
The M2, you mean? That is The M1. I think the M1 was originally rolled out in 2020, and then the M2 has just arrived this year. Okay, so it also has a uh, upgraded 1080p webcam, which if you're from earlier, 1080p, it, it's nothing crazy. You're not getting like some super high-def 4K HD mega ultra camera. I mean, it'll, it'll do, you know, it'll be... Um, so you'll be able to use that camera. They say it's upgraded. Uh, and the device is actually 20% smaller than the previous macbook air model so that's the whole point of the macbook air is it's something you can throw in your backpack a briefcase this is lightweight um of course without the crazy cpu graphics of the uh of the pro version so there's four color options uh so zach apple seems to make a big deal out of color don't they 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 really do especially with the iphone and another thing to mention is you know going back to the whole idea of the ipad air uh, sorry the macbook air it's also supposed to be cheaper than the main MacBook or the MacBook Pro, but it seems that the starting price of this new model is a bit heftier than what it has been in the past. Uh, so it'll start at $1,199, which is noticeably high for an Apple Air device. And right, and, and they're essentially kind of getting rid of that lower-end market that 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 market they covered the whole market they have the pro that covers that high-end market they have in the past and now again have the standard macbook which covers you know just basic laptop and the air was sort of the cheaper version but that's that's soon going to be a thing of the past so um i think that nothing crazy uh with the hardware it it, besides being smaller from a physical standpoint looks pretty similar yeah, I think airs. they've made a few adjustments to the body of the device to make it a cleaner look and more in line with the MacBook Pro design that was announced last year. But other than that, there's no major hardware improvements. On the software side of it, it's going to ship with the new macOS Ventura. Uh, it's the latest edition of macOS. It's going to follow macOS um, Monterey. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we just go on a quick Apple rant? So Ventura, it's a city in California. They had Big Sur, then they had Monterey, they had the Cupertino. So the I mean, High Sierra, hi, what, what is Catalina. Go- what is going on with this, Zach? I just it. <laughs> it's just you know, like Android like to name their stuff after desserts. Um, one that I just learned was Debian. It's a Linux operating system named their operating system versions after um, Toy Story characters. There was Bullseye, Jesse, oh God. Stretch. So anyway, that brings back some old memories. Uh, so also the it has the stage. Like I said, with the new Ventura is going to allow some integration with the stage manager feature, which we talked about earlier on the new iPad OS. So this is something interesting, Zach. And this is seems counterintuitive given that they upgraded the webcam. But this will allow you to use your iPhone as a webcam for video calls, say for Zoom or something like that. Or FaceTime if you choose to use it on a computer. Now, I think the reason they're doing this is so, because a 1080p webcam is somewhat standard, um, but if you're looking to do a video call where you want high you know, quality on your video, I think that would prompt users to use this new feature uh, because usually iPhones will have a better quality camera than the one that's built into a computer. And so if you're willing to put in the effort to connect your iPhone to the, your MacBook, however that's going to look, uh, then they'll let you use that feature. And this new update will also be rolling out to all supported MacBooks and iMac desktops. I don't know which year of the MacBook this is going to go back to, 
Um, but it's likely if you have a 2013 MacBook device, you will probably not be receiving this update. Right, and um, so that that's pretty much the two biggest things is the iOS and macOS and the new MacBook, of course. Now, something uh, less exciting, I hate to say it, watchOS 9 unveiling, that's exciting. Uh, it says here, quote, very minor update. So you're not going to see anything crazy. It's going to have some new watch faces, which is customizable, which people like. Um, sleep tracking features, which is crazy. I would, me and Zach were just looking at my watch a, a little while ago, and I'm like, I, Zach was showing he has a Garmin watch, and he was talking about how it tracks his sleep, and mine doesn't. And you know what? They must have hurt us because they're putting that in the new um, the new iOS, or watchOS, excuse me. So that's pretty cool. And I think it did have some sort of sleep tracking ability in the past, but it looks like they're really looking to revamp well, this. Well, just to say this really quickly, that was, it didn't track your sleep site. It, it tracked what time you went to bed. And what t like you would click a button that's like, I'm going to bed, but it wouldn't naturally track your sleep and, and do things like the REM sleep where it tracks those different right. stats. Right, and it, it looks like that's what's included in this new update. It's a feature that I know Garmin and Fitbit users have had for a long time where it tracks your sleep stages. It'll tell you when you were in light sleep, deep sleep, or R, um, REM. Which is the and, rapid eye movement. Which yeah. Is, which it, is, I, I know totally that's when topic, dreams are supposed to be more vivid. But that's apparently like when your like, brain does the most recharging. So I think this might be based off things like heart rate which might be why this is possible on the existing watches. Not 100% sure on that yet. And um, so it also has something now called irregular heartbeat detection. Um, I guess this is if you have some sort of murmur or things like this, or if it's, if, uh, I, do you want to describe this? I'm not 100% sure not, what that I would be. So I'm not a health expert, but as far <laughs> as I know, irregular heartbeat, uh, it's usually, it can be a health issue, but I think if you catch it early, um, can be easy to treat um so i know i just saw my my watch has a regular heartbeat detection and it's good that they're rolling this out to the apple watch because it seems like these you know smart watch makers are starting to shift more over to safety uh features you know like fall detection and emergency sos so it's definitely um good to see apple rolling out this update yeah, I would agree with that. So I think that's going to wrap up Season 2, Episode 8 of the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast, all about the WWDC 2022 Apple event. Thanks so much, for Zach Bouchard, everyone here at Zachnology, for listening to this tech news update. I'm Charlie Jacobs, and we'll see you next time. Podcasts are copyright 2022 by Subcharlie Enterprises Limited Liability Corporation. All rights reserved. Subcharlie has received paid compensation from Spotify Technologies SA. Subcharlie reserves the right to use voice messages in the podcast for a paid compensation.